0: I talk about the problem with spreading yourself too thin and why it's holding you back. Before we jump into the show, do me a favor and go ahead and subscribe to the Transition Newsletter at the link in the show notes. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, shoot me an email at mike.steadman at bunkerlabs.org or message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. Also, be sure to check out the official 2022 Bunker Labs holiday gift guide, which features over 60 veteran or military spouse owned businesses. You can get access to the guide at the link in the show notes as well. This episode of The Transition is brought to you by MetLife Foundation and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. In addition, MetLife Foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources to veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. What is going on, everyone? It's your boy, the one and only Iron Mike Stedman, coming to you from Newark, New Jersey. I am feeling so refreshed and blessed today. Had an amazing day yesterday. Closed the client for Ironbound Media. Closed the coaching client for the Lions Pride. um, Deposited some donations for Ironbound Boxing. uh, Got up this morning, worked out, meditated, had a great breakfast. And I'm just feeling so... Just blessed and refreshed, and I'm excited to talk to you all today because, you know, I had an epiphany of even how I got here. Um, Today we're going to be talking about spreading yourself too thin and why I want you to stop, all right? I just got back from Tbilisi, Georgia. I was there for uh, about a week uh, with the Hoover Veteran Fellowship Program uh, out of Stanford University, you know, me and a cohort about nine veterans change makers um, got a chance to travel and i think about you know when i first kind of made that real entrepreneur leap you know that second life when i left my full-time job it was so hard for me to get away right um and yet here i was i was gone for a week completely off the grid didn't have my laptop you know had a phone but um only could connect with wi-fi And I just made a decision to be super present on this trip because I felt like this was just a great opportunity and I really wanted to enjoy the country and enjoy myself. And I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to do that if I was constantly plugged into the business and worry about what's going on back here, okay? So I had an amazing time. And I realized while I was out there, how much I enjoy that. Like that was my zone of genius. You know, traveling, learning about another country, being curious, doing my own research, doing some reading and some deep thinking and engaging with the people and the culture. And I've made the decision, like, I wanna do more of that. I wanna travel around the world. I wanna experience some more of these cultures. And in order for me to be able to do that, I've gotta stop saying yes to a lot of things and start focusing on things that are, you know, uh, uh, things that are going to, I don't know, uh, have the biggest impact right? Because I'm guilty of this and I'm going to take off my armor, right? So yes, I'm coming off this amazing trip, had a great time, had a great uh, day yesterday. But one of the things that I did drop the ball on, you know, before I left was getting my book, books out for black veteran entrepreneur. I still got boxes of books in my apartment um, that I was supposed to get out, um, you know, for the pre-order campaign. But, you know, I was guilty of the spreading yourself too thin you know, I'm traveling back and forth to Stanford and to DC with this fellowship because this wasn't our our only trip, right? We had some other activations. I'm running around with Ironbound Boxing. I'm running around with Ironbound Media. You know, I'm doing speaking events. I'm teaching workshops, right? And I found myself where I was in this mode of doing a bunch of busy stuff, but I wasn't necessarily being as effective, right? Um, because of all the stuff that I was doing. Now, granted, you know the Hoover thing. Um, that's a non-negotiable, right? Had to go to those trips, but you know, I probably should have said no to some stuff back here to make sure I could get those books out. Um, because you know, of when I think about me heading into 2023, right? I, I have this great asset that I'm going to be able to leverage, you know, that I'm be able to build brand awareness for all things Ironbound, you know, and yet they're sitting in my apartment, right? because I'm not being very effective, right? I've been spread too thin. Um, and it's it's funny because it's not just that, right? I, I really had opportunity to reassess, you know, some other stuff that I've been doing. You know, I create a decent amount of content, uh, podcast, you know, I got my newsletter going, but I don't necessarily do the best job of marketing, you know, uh, my content like I should, right? I feel like I can get it out there a lot more, right? But again, it's about setting priorities. And you can't set priorities when you're spread out all over the damn place. And so now that I have this epiphany, right? Now that I have some intentionality about the type of life I wanna live as an entrepreneur, one that can walk away from his business, you know, for two weeks, four weeks, and things are still running like a well-oiled machine, right? I've gotta start saying no to things um, in order to make that happen. Because it's not just gonna happen by accident. And it's not gonna happen by accident for a lot of you all. We have to be intentional. We have to make decisions and we gotta do the work. And so to really kind of set the tone for this whole hell yes or hell no that I keep referring to, um, I, I pulled up a, a blog post that's a reference to a book by a guy named Derek Sivers, um, who was the founder of CD Baby, right? Which is this like online, you know, e-commerce store where you can order CDs, kind of like a Netflix, et cetera. Um, and he did really well with his business. And then once he exited, he just kind of went off the grid, start writing books, um, start sharing some thought leadership. And, uh, this is what he has to say regarding, uh, uh, the regarding hell yeah or hell no. Um, and I think the blog post is titled no, no, yes, either hell yeah or no. Here it goes. Use this rule. If you're often overcommitted or too scattered, if you're not saying hell yeah about something, say no. When deciding whether to do something, if you feel anything less than wow, that would be amazing, absolutely, hell yeah, then just say no. When you say no to most things, you leave room in your life to really throw yourself completely into that rare thing that makes you say hell yeah. Every event you get invited to, every request to start a new project, if you're not saying hell yeah about it, say no. We're all busy, we've all taken on too much, Saying yes to less is the way out. I'm internalizing this, eternalizing, internalizing this, and I want you to do it too. Man, I meet so many of y'all, um, just entrepreneurs in general, veteran entrepreneurs, military spouses, and there's just this like hustle mode, right? Like they're always so busy, and uh, people wear busyness like it's a badge, badge of honor. And it's like their time is so much more important than yours. Like they can't return a phone call or they can't return an email or anytime you get on the phone with them, they just sound like they're always just like, you know, going 100 miles an hour. And listen, we got a saying here in Newark that Newark is for hustlers. But this hustle mentality of go, go, go 24-7, right? That's not effective. That's going to burn you out. And this is a long game. Entrepreneurship is a long game. And a lot of y'all that are listening, are bootstrapping it right maybe some of y'all took out some loans maybe some of y'all have managed to raise some capital but let's make no mistake about it this is hard right this is one of the hardest things you're ever gonna do right i know we all like to say the military was the hardest thing you know listen man i never got anxiety in the military but uh running a business you know through covid definitely hit me and you know quitting my job definitely hit me so this what we're doing is hard it's no joke but I just want you to think about this experience of what it means to be an entrepreneur, right? It's not always about making money, right? Like, don't get me wrong, we need money, right? To run our businesses, but it's not the end all be all because I know a lot of entrepreneurs that are making good money, right? But again, they still got scatter scatterbrain and they've been doing it forever. And I'm just like, that is not the kind of life I wanna live as an entrepreneur. And I'm willing to bet for a lot of you that are listening, you have families, right? You have other responsibilities. A lot of veterans tend to be socially driven, military spouses as well. So we wanna have this, you know, we're chasing a sense of purpose that a lot of us had when we were serving in the military. You know, this mission to something bigger than ourselves. And uh, more often than not, it's not just about um, chasing money, right? But in order to enjoy the experience, because it's still going to be hard, but there are different levels to the hard, right? You've got to put some boundaries in place. And you've heard me talk about this before about avoiding non-revenue generating conversations, right? So that you're probably thinking, oh, this is contradictory to just what you just said. No, hear me out. We can do busy work, right? Some of y'all making 20,000 TikTok videos and yada, 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 and you're jumping on calls with people, you know, all day, every day. I'm sure if I looked at some of you all Zoom calendars, you're going to Feel like you're effective but then you check your bank account and realize like hey i'm actually not driving revenue right so part of that is getting out of those non-revenue generating conversations and prioritize the things that are going to bring the most value and impact um to your business right and at the, uh, the time when you're not doing that when you're not engaged in those um revenue generating conversations right you have all this other free time to actually work on building systems and processes in your building, in your business, right? Stuff that takes deep work, right? Where you gotta cut the phone off, you gotta cut the email off and you just gotta pull up a Google doc and start sharing your thoughts and working on your strategic plan and all that other stuff, right? That's the things that are gonna allow you to scale your business. And I don't necessarily mean scale it in a sense of like, you know, going from 10 employees to, you know, 10,000 employees, but just scale it in a way that it's not running you. Like now you're a business owner, right? So, you know, you don't have to be stuck in the the day-to-day and the busyness and the hustle, right? You can shake hands and kiss babies, right? I was talking to an entrepreneur when I did a workshop and he's like, that's his zone of genius. I asked him, I was like, what is your zone of genius? What's the one thing you can do in your business that no one else can do? And he loves being a brand evangelist. He loves going to conferences and talking about, you know, what they're doing, him and his team. You know, he loves doing the feature pieces, you know, um, but he can't do that when he's, You know stuck in the weeds of you know sending out invoices and you know um just a lot of like stuff that somebody else can do and so most of us want to operate in a zone of genius right the reason i feel so blessed and refreshed is because i feel like this week i've been in my zone of genius even me just jumping on this mic and creating content this is my zone of genius right this is my day to day this is what i do day to day i write I record podcasts right i meet with you know different business owners right and i I just that's what i've been striving for and i want to do uh more of it right but like i said i also want to make sure i'm giving space for myself um to travel um and do some other things you know work out take care of myself right focus on my my mental physical and spiritual wellness right um and so i've got to start saying hell no (laughs) and you got to start saying Hell no! I got stuff in my inbox right now. People are like, "Oh, we would love to feature you this," or you know, "We'd love for you to write a piece here." You know, somebody once uh, reached out and was talking about potentially doing a collab on like a newsletter or stuff, and I was like, "Listen, I'm already planning to write another book, but I know I need to get this first book mailed out, right? These boxes shipped out." Um, but I can't do that like by committing to all this other stuff. And the thing is, it adds up. That's the big thing, right? So and let's let's take you for example okay so you're running your business okay and you have things that are happening on a consistent basis monday through sunday right they've been you know like for me that's the transition podcast dropping on uh thursdays you know that's me recording it on tuesdays um interviewing guests on mondays you know there's a lot of back-end stuff that goes on that i do you know pretty much every week okay And then there's the other stuff at the gym, right? I go to Ironbound Boxing, I coach at the gym, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and we're competing on most weekends. So when I say yes to stuff, right, without taking away other stuff, right, then I realize that's what's caused me to get overwhelmed, right, because, you know, we're so quick to say yes without realizing all we're doing is stacking up stuff, stacking up stuff, stacking up stuff. And now what ends up happening is that freedom and autonomy we want it as business owners right it's taken away from us because we've overcommitted ourselves right i'm a deep thinker i love reading and i love doing stuff like this okay i love writing too but i can't write and i can't record content like this jumping in and out of zoom calls there's that switching cost, right or jumping off of social media so you've got to have these buffers of time that allow you to just kind of think deeply you know, and really work on your business. And you're not gonna be able to move your business forward. You're not gonna be able to take care of your body and your mind and your spirit, right? By being too busy and spreading yourself too thin. Some of us didn't accomplish what we set out to this year. And like I talked about in my episode on annual planning, that's okay, but nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. You can't put in the same inputs and expect the different outputs heading into 2023. Now's the time to reassess and to really ask yourself, what kind of entrepreneur do I want to be? How do I want to spend my time? Right. Like really cast this vision of what your day looks like, you know, what what your business looks like in a few years, you know, really set this vision in your mind for what you want. And then let's start to take the steps to actually manifest it. Because, again, it's not just going to happen by magic, right? When I realized that, hey, I can't do everything myself, right? I had to hire a virtual assistant, and that was one of the first, like, hires I ever did. And I was super nervous about it, but I was stuck on that hamster wheel, and something had to change. I just could not keep losing money in my inbox for lack of follow-up and feeling like I had to do everything and feeling like I couldn't walk away from my business. And so I made the decision to eat the cost, hire a virtual assistant. And the next week I got a $20,000 donation for Ironbound Boxing. And I've been sold on it ever since. And so that tension you feel, right? You know, sometimes we know what we want, but we feel this tension because it takes courage, right? Because the stars haven't necessarily aligned yet. Like, we always assume, like, oh, we're going to have this amount of money in the bank account. Things are going to be like this at home. That will allow me to make that first hire or, you know, start to set some boundaries in my business. But until then, I'm just going to keep doing it the same way. I'm going to keep grinding it out. But that problem with that thinking is it's going to have you stuck because stuff is just going to keep adding up. Right. And so this is, again, that time to, like, really reassess and look at all the stuff you're doing. Like what is bringing the most value? You know, I was on with someone, they raised like, there's a nonprofit organization. They raised like over $2 million for his organization from one donor. Now, mind you, he's busy as hell. You look at his calendar, stacked meetings on pawn meetings, right? He's got marketing, he's got all these different meetings and stuff he's going to. And I asked him, I said, okay, how did you get that one donor? And he said, well, you know, it was a referral from someone. So he basically networked himself into it. And I was like, you should spend the majority of your time trying to attract people like that. Like you could technically take off like eight months for the entire year and get you one donor that's going to cut $2 million. Right. And that's still a great year for you. Now, obviously we still got to run the organization. There's a lot of stuff that's got to get done, but you know, I knew who his perfect customer is based off of the persona of that donor. But when you look at his calendar, like there's no one remotely similar um, on the calendar days having meetings with. So that's where I was talking about busyness, not effectiveness. Most of you listening to this podcast, you need revenue. You need revenue to either validate your business model, or you need revenue to attract donors. You need traction because you're launching, you're doing your fundraising campaign, okay? So, and I know what you're thinking, you're thinking that, oh, if I do this, or if I get in this piece of this magazine, or if I do this PR stuff over here, you know, that's what's gonna, you know, um, save my business, that's where the revenue is gonna come from, right? But it's not, (laughs) I'm telling you, I've been in men's health, I've been all over, right? Nothing beats jumping on with the perfect customer, you know? Um, go and either see them in person or call them on the phone and you can raise money and you can get a client, you know, in way less time for way less effort than it is doing a bunch of busyness with people that aren't going to do business with you. And again, I had to learn this stuff, um, the hard way. And I know, again, I know this sounds like common sense, but a lot of you are, are just spread out, man. And I think sometimes I wonder too, if it's our culture, Um, we've been sold this lie that like, everyone should be an entrepreneur, you know, that it's like so easy uh, where content's everywhere, right? You look online, people are like, people's whole social media feeds, their personal social media feeds, it's all about their business, right? Their YouTube is just all about their business, right? And it's just this never ending 24 seven, like content cycle, But you look behind the scenes, you talk to a lot of these entrepreneurs, and it's not actually bringing a lot of them closer to where they want to be. And so some of you are content creators like me. Maybe you want to launch that YouTube channel and stuff, but just be cognizant of where you're spending your time um, because you can't do everything. So you got to be super intentional, right? You've got to be honest with yourself about what you can and cannot accomplish it. And you need to put those boundaries out there and tell people and hold yourself accountable Um, because, again, I've been in this game now since I call it my second life, right? I launched Ironbound Boxing in 2016, but I was actually coaching boxing before then. But my second life was when I left my full-time job in summer of 2018, and I had a peer group, okay, that's come through with me. Joey Mac D, shout-out to Joey Mac from the Mobile Cigar Lounge. Alexa Madero from Black Backpacks for Life uh Tory Fisher from Backwards Flag Brewing right and guess what we're all still in the fight we're all hooking and jabbing um and then I have some businesses that were in my VIR cohort in New York City and a lot of them are not existing no more right they've pivoted they've moved on yada 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 um and I got to speak negatively but again sometimes people weren't just necessarily focused on the right stuff and so I don't want that to be you right you've raised your hand, you've jumped in the arena, and said, you wanna be an entrepreneur? Okay, well guess what? That means we gotta focus. And we can't focus by being scatterbrained and doing a million different things. So um, I really just, this is a great time. This is why I'm doing this episode right now. This is the perfect time to reflect and ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish in 2023? And trim the fat, right? If it's not gonna get you closer to your goal, no, right? And it's a challenge, and I'm going to challenge myself to do it um, because, again, I've, I, and going back to taking off my armor, I have done some amazing things, but I need to stop going after something new and just refine what I've already built because that's one thing that I'm guilty of, right? Like, I do a project, right, and then I kind of have these incomplete projects all over the place. That's why I'm excited to talk to uh, Charlie Gilkey, uh, who wrote the book, um, Start Finishing veteran, army veteran, runs productive flourishing. He's gonna come on the podcast and chop it up with us. And I'm really excited to have that conversation. Um, uh, because I wanna start finishing some projects and I've got some big projects that will really move the needle in my personal life, in my professional life. But again, I'm not gonna be able to do it by spreading myself too thin. So I hope this episode um gives you some inspiration and lets you know that like you're not alone. Right. Like people see me You know, um, and they assume that like, I've got it all figured out and that's not the case. That's why I always bring guests on and I have them get vulnerable and take off their armor. And a lot of us are dealing with the same stuff and it just looks different at certain phases. And so I want you to succeed uh, above all else, right? I want you to feel supported. And that's why I do content um, like this. And I hope you got some value out of it. And I really appreciate y'all who constantly reach out to me on social media. You know, um, whenever I drop these episodes, you know, people uh, shoot me a message on LinkedIn or shoot me email and let me know how much they appreciate it. And that really warms my heart to know the impact that uh, this this platform is making for you all out there. And we're gonna keep pushing out some great content um, because we gotta get you to where you wanna go. I want you to succeed. So appreciate you for spending this time with me today. Um, Feel free to shoot me an email at mike.stedman at bunkerlabs.org or message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Steadman. Um, after you hear this episode and let me know what your thoughts are. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter as well at the link in the show notes. Um, if there's a topic you want me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, you can send me an email or message me on LinkedIn there as well. Until next time, everyone, I appreciate y'all. Peace, love, and have a great rest of your week.